There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is doing well out there. And the Dark Delight Show, you know, this is this is where we do a lot of different things. We can talk about the unfolding global conspiracy. We can talk about mind, consciousness, mentality. We can talk about the economic situation that's unfolding. So it's always a surprise what you're going to get when, when we do this show. And I like that format. I like that format, right? But our Wednesdays, they're, they're dedicated to the economy. What's happening with the economy? And today, we're joined with Dr. Kirk Elliott. Kirk, how are we doing today? Yep, oh, we're there. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. It's a big day. Again, the, the Fed is speaking, and so what are they going to do? They're going to raise rates like they always do. <laughs> Yep, we're probably going to see a, a 50 basis point rate increase, a little bit lower than last time. They they showed a decline in um, uh, the CPI there, the 7.1% instead of the projected. I think they had 7.8%. But, uh, you know, talk to me about this because we're seeing the, the GDP growth in the last quarter. We're seeing inflation coming down. The Fed's reducing the rate of increase, but it's still increasing. What, what are your thoughts? Well, it's it's still increasing. And to me, it's it's... This is still a problem because every time you get a rate increase, it's going to impact the mortgage market. It's going to impact the housing. It's going to impact people that carry debt. It's it's almost like, okay, let's say somebody's um, has a, has is, is obese, right? It's like let's just say they're obese and they have to go on a diet, and the only way to win is for them to lose weight, right? And so they're used to gaining. 10 pounds a week and it's like all right this week we only gained two pounds and that's good right well no it's still a gain right and so every time they raise rates it's actually going to impact housing negatively it's going to impact the stock market negatively it's going to impact the bond market negatively because rates are still going up and so so the fact that they've got inflation numbers which are cooked josh they're 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 just they're just they're cooking the books. They're they're not real numbers. So, and and our pocketbooks will tell us that this is the case, right? So, they expected seven point eight, and we got seven point one. However, just last week, the wholesale price numbers came out, and it was way more than expected, right? The inflation was substantially more. It was like half a percent increase. Um, so, so what does that mean? It means inflationary prices at the wholesale level, or at the manufacturing level, is going up more than that. But yet at the retail level, it's down. Something's not adding up because that would mean that the retailers are squeezing their margins, they're, they're, but they're not. So, so they're just kind of like uh, fudging the numbers on the inflationary side to try to make things look good. Because here's the problem with, with the, the, the rate increases and why – Jerome Powell is kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place is that you've got eight months in a row now of rate hikes 
And what is it? It should have killed inflation by this point, but it has still persisting like in a bad way, like one of the worst inflationary periods you've seen in over 40 years. But what it has killed is the stock market and the bond market and real estate. And they have to slow down the growth of rates or else they kill the economy because the economy couldn't sustain another three quarter point rate hike. Right. So so here's where I'm listening to it this morning and. and you and I knew what the Fed is going to do today because they projected it in their Federal Reserve Board of Governors minutes right from their last meeting. It's like, oh, we're going to actually raise rates, but we're going to have to slow down the rate of growth because they, they didn't say it. They, you know, but they inferred it that we're kind of killing the economy. We can't keep these rate increases going. So we're going to get half a point. But here's where Jerome Powell, in, in a quote from two days ago, this is a direct quote. There is no sense that inflation is coming down. This despite eight months of aggressive interest rate hikes and quantitative tightening. So we will stay the course until the job is done. Okay. So what does that mean? That means they're going to continue to raise rates until inflation stops. Well, what causes inflation? So let's kind of get down to the meat and potatoes of it. Inflation is caused by printing money, because when you print money with, without any kind of discernment or discretion at all, there's no tangible backing behind it, what do you get? You get inflation because it devalues that currency, and anything that you purchase is going to require more of that cheapened currency to buy it. That's, that's the root cause of inflation. So and with one hand, they're printing money like there's no tomorrow causing the inflation, then with the other hand, they, they're actually speaking out of the side of their mouth and saying, hey, America, inflation's a real problem. It's the worst thing that facing America right now. We've got to slow it down. It's like, okay, morons, you're the ones causing it. Now you're pretending to have the tool to slow it down. But I've got an issue with that, Josh. Here's, here's the issue. The, the tools that the Fed has to, to slow down inflation are on the demand side. So as an economist, we look at supply and demand, right? So, mm -hmm. so the demand for money, you either print more money or you take money out of the system. You tighten credit or you loosen credit. That's all in the demand side. But inflation is caused primarily by, by you know, excessive money supply. But it's also caused by supply side economics, which is food and energy. See, Food and energy have supply chain disruptions because of a couple years of COVID, right? And, and, and things, they, there's just very little supply of new energy sources come up. People aren't working. This is a problem. So they can't deal with the supply side. They can only deal with the demand side. So therefore, the tools that they're using are going to be very ineffectual on slowing down inflation. But here's, here's the thing. As I was thinking about it this morning before we got on the show, maybe this is planned, right? So, right. so as you kind of look back, you've got COVID, two years of COVID plus, where people weren't working. It impacted the supply chain disruptions. The Fed knows that they can't impact supply with, with their policies. They can only impact the demand side. And they're, they're going to keep raising rates, raising rates, raising rates to try to pretend to slow down inflation. And it's not working. Oh, but you've got central bank digital currencies that are now coming in. And, and this is going to be the savior to the world because it will offer transparency 
and accountability to the system. And and but who trusts the government? Well, nobody. Who trusts banks? Well, har- hardly anybody. So why would somebody trust a central bank digital currency that's issued by a central bank when people don't trust the government or trust banks? Well, they wouldn't. So how about you kill private cryptocurrency like FTX and BlockFi and all these companies that are going out of business, right? Kick the kid out of the sandbox. And then it gets so bad because their policies that are trying to slow down inflation aren't working after a couple years of COVID that was manufactured as well. So now you shut down the system for a few days and you bring it back with central bank digital currency after you've actually dismantled faith in, in the private sector for decentralized cryptocurrency, now replace it with centralized saying, we can fix your, your loss of faith in, in the government and, and in, in, in cryptocurrencies that are decentralized like, like FTX and Bitcoin and, and Dogecoin and, and all these other ones, right? By having regulations and rules and all of these different oversights and try to reestablish faith. I'm just saying, what the narrative is going to be to reinstitute a plan to fix a broken system that they broke on purpose. That's what I think is happening here. And in the meantime, all of us Americans and people around the world are suffering because of the inflationary pressures of energy prices going through the roof, of food prices, and people not working, and wages not keeping up with inflation. Because here's the thing, Josh, we've got Inflation officially at 7.1%, unofficially at like 24%. Well, if, if wages went up 7.1% to equal inflation, you wouldn't even know there's inflation. It, it's, a, it's a wash, right? Because your wages are keeping up with it. Let's say your wages went up 5%. Well, you're down like 2.1%. You're feeling a little bit of a hit, right? But at least it's not as bad. Well, wages... Officially, as of this week, we're looking at some numbers down 0.9%. So it's not that wages just aren't keeping up. Wages are actually going negative while inflation is persisting. And that's a, you add those two together, 7.1 plus minus 0.9, it's an 8% difference. So that means if you're making 100 grand a year, it feels like you're only making 92. This is a problem for America is their wages aren't keeping up with inflation. 100%. Kurt, I, I, we're going to jump more into this when we get back. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. 
My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, Kirk. So I've been keeping a good eye on what's happening globally. Now, there's a few things in the works that I'm not concerned about because I expected it. But I think that people out there need to be concerned about this. The, The first thing is Blackstone is limiting withdrawals amid Wall Street panic and escalating bank runs. The $69 billion private Blackstone Real Estate Income Trust, the BREIT, has imposed withdrawal limits as Wall Street struggles to keep its Ponzi scheme afloat. That's one thing. BlackRock, on the other hand, has done an internal document to its investors and warns that the new world order will lead to greater economic instability and persistent inflation. Okay, these these are two big dogs. The World Economic Forum just recently, Klaus Schwab came out and said that there, there's grave concern and danger for the United States that a recession is coming and in place. And then we have what's going on with Xi Jinping in Saudi Arabia, where they're going to transact Chinese oil deals through the Shanghai Exchange, through the digital Wong. Then we have the sanctions on the cap of oil with Russia, which Putin has came back and said, that's okay, we're just going to ping the price of our oil to gold and transact it in gold, which this is the decline of the petrodollar. At the same time that these Western globalist nations are setting up the Great Reset, this financial collapse that is manufactured, in my thoughts, the BRICS nations are coming out stronger than ever before as a competitor and really taking over the financial system. What are your thoughts on this? Well, brilliant. I mean, I think yeah. the way that you connected those dots, it's, it's what China's doing, I think, is, is economic warfare at its finest. And I, and I hate to say it. I mean, I'm not saying that I like what they're doing. I hate it. But they're winning, and they're doing a good job at it. Because if you take one step back, what do they want? They want to be the global monetary superpower. They want to replace the U.S. dollar and the Western financial system with their own monetary system that rules the world, right? So when when you look at London, you look at New York, we've got 
we're dinosaurs in, in the banking world, right? We've got this fiat-based money system, and we just keep printing and causing inflation and, and persisting um, of a, a, basically a dismantling of our economic way of life through that mm-hmm. great hidden tax of inflation by printing money like there's no tomorrow. So what do they do? Well, they're saying, well, we, w- we want to kill the London and, and the Western financial system. So we're going to have the BRICS nations, and we're going to basically start our own currency, right? This is kind of what's going on. They're backing it with gold. How do we know? Because if you look at the central banks along the, the Central Asian um, corridor there, China, Russia, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, and now even United Arab Emirates, what are, what are those central banks doing? They're buying gold by the ton, yeah. not by the ounce, but by the ton. And, and why are all these, these Central Asian economies backing their currency with gold? Well, A, they're, they're, they're closely aligned with China, right, and the BRICS nations who are, are backing their currency with gold because they've already got central bank digital currency, which we, we just kind of talk, alluded to, um, they tested it out in China during the Olympics, right? You've got India that's already um, gone down that road. But but they want a central bank digital currency that's backed by gold. Don't let that trick you, right? Because central bank digital currency is bad. It removes all privacy. It eliminates it, actually. It's big brother on steroids. It's like spyware on your bank account. But they want to back it with gold. So people are going to say, oh, this is pretty good. No, it's not. They're tricking people into their system of complete people control by backing their currency with gold. Now, why would they want to do that? Because if you had a choice, which you do, Josh, I have a choice. If you were investing in different currencies, would you want one that some dude in a gray jumpsuit can just go press the button on the printing press and print money out of thin air and it means nothing? Or would you want a currency that's backed with a tangible asset like gold? Well, I would want one that's backed by a tangible asset. Who wouldn't? That's what China's doing. They're taking it one step further, though. By, by aligning themselves with Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia telling China, you don't have to pay for your oil from us with, with petrodollars anymore. They're, they're, they're nailing the coffin, nailing the coffin, nailing the coffin of all these countries getting out of the petrodollar system and China's winning, right? So what's that going to mean for us? It's going to mean we've got a major crisis on our hands that's unfolding as demand for the dollar, aggregate demand globally is going away because the petrodollar is going away. And then what? We're going to have to inflate our way out of it. We're going to have to print like there's no tomorrow because at some point we become no different than Venezuela or Argentina or Weimar Republic Germany who didn't have, who wasn't the world's reserve currency, but we still have expenses. We still have entitlements. We still have have um, all these these. Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, we still have the debt ceiling that needs to be raised. We still, you know, every single year, we still have all this stuff. But if we have no foreign capital inflow coming in, we are forced to inflate or die. So this is the economic war that China's playing on America is forcing us to the printing press while at the same time they're backing their currency with gold. I mean, I I think that's a brilliant strategy. I'm not saying I like it. I hate it, mm-hmm. but it's a good strategy from them. Well, you know, also there's there's other points in context here is that Joe Biden has depleted her strategic petroleum reserve. Now, one of the ways that Donald Trump, when he was president, refilled that was with tr- cheap Russian oil. 
Now, the United States and the Western nations have sanctioned Russia and basically capping the price per barrel of oil at $60. Well, Putin has came out and said, okay, you do that. Guess what we're going to do is we're going to basically peg one barrel of Russian oil to one gram of gold. Right. Now, yeah, but here's the thing. Is the price of gold, as this process gets implemented with China and Russia, is going to skyrocket. Yeah. No I mean, more cheap gas. Uh, so why, when, when, when China is, and I'm just, I'm just playing this out, right, with you on, on, on the air here. Yeah. If China is, is Russia's largest, or, or I'm sorry, China is Saudi Arabia's largest oil, you know, buyer. And mm-hmm. Russia is, is, is with China in the BRICS nations. When we do a $60 cap on Russian oil, what did we just do? We basically subsidized China, right? Because why would Russia sell us barrels of oil at 60 bucks when they don't need to? Because they're in the BRICS nations, and they can just sell it to China, and they grow their economies there. What they just did is they're going to cause oil prices to go through the roof because of the lower supply, because we're not going to get it anymore, right? Why would they sell it to us for, for this cheap number? I think what the G7 nations just did, along with Biden and capping Russian oil, is going to be devastating to America because of the inflationary pressures it's going to put on oil. It's not going to cheapen it. It's going to cause it to go through the roof. And and that's another way when when that happens and they're getting rid of the petrodollar system that China and Russia and Saudi Arabia now are winning. Here, Here's the crazy thing about the BRICS nations. They don't just have gold backing on their currency. They now have oil backing. It's like the, the, the double whammy on mm-hmm. looking for a, a global economic superpower. They're, they're getting oil and gold, and they've already got the manufacturing. It's like, oh, my word, this is, this is a strong power block to contend with. And, and the West is actually losing, which is all, I think, part of a bigger plan to dismantle the Western financial system and replace it with central bank digital currency because the old system is broken. It didn't work. People are going to be screaming for something that's new. Well, look at look at uh, some of President Clinton's former advisors. Never let a good crisis go to waste, right? And this is what I think we're seeing playing out right underneath our nose. Right. And, and my biggest concern is, is it a trick that the devil played on the world as these two, these two enemies, adversaries are fighting together, but really fighting for the same thing? Or is this the BRICS nations actually rising up against the Western global economies to basically stop the world from transitioning into the Western New World Order? And that's the big question. But, Kurt, I think that everything's going to transition. And when this transition happens, we're going to see precious metal costs skyrocket we're going to see gold start hitting thirty five hundred dollars an ounce very very soon what are your thoughts on this well yeah we're we're already starting to see that play out now because there's a flight for quality right there's as things are are dismantled and erode around us um precious metals are going to go through the ceiling even today as as we're recording this show silver is now almost twenty four dollars an ounce i mean it's like at twenty three ninety eight right it's up a ton because the Fed is speaking today. People are realizing the Fed's way of fixing it is, is going to be broken. Gold is soaring today. 
So when you look back, and you and I have talked about this numerous times over the last mm-hmm. couple of months, but when silver hit 1760 an ounce um, 13 weeks ago, which is just three months ago, right? We had said that technical level, it's going to bounce up like a trampoline. Sure enough, 1760 to $24 an ounce in, in little over 12 weeks is a 35.8% gain in silver in 12 weeks. Oh, my word. So people would normally tell me, hey, Kurt, you're a good investment advisor, right? It's like, can I get something for that will get me 35% of your growth? It's like, um, yeah. But, but who would – I mean – 35% of your growth is amazing, but we're talking about it in a quarter, right? So so we're already seeing that ramp up in metals prices even now. Wow. Kirk, I appreciate your time today. Thank you for the great insights. Everybody, getgoldtoday.com. Again, get goldtoday.com. That's how you can get a hold of Dr. Kirk Elliott there and get that gold and silver in your 401ks, your IRAs, or just buy that bullion and get it into your financial system in your life. Or give them a call, 720-605-3900. We'll be right back with more Dr. Light Show. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. And we're talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott. Dr. Kirk Elliott is a dual PhD economist, all right? So this, this guy has a, a degree, a PhD in theology as well as economics. He's been advising people in uh, on, on their financial situations for a very long time. He is a man who knows what he's talking about and understands this market and how the dynamics of the geopolitical situation are unfolding and how this is going to attribute to wealth loss or wealth gain. So if you got those 401ks that you're looking to transfer over, get out of, cash out, whatever, or even IRAs where you want to open an IRA, you got some cash laying around, whatever it is, I highly recommend you just give his team a call and get that free consultation because because I'm telling you, they might not even be, hey, we might not be able to work out. Either way, they're definitely going to point you in the right direction. And if gold and silver are right for you, then that's what they're going to put you into. And I'm telling you, you want to be in gold and silver. Now, here, here's some interesting tidbits. And we're going to kind of um, change direction and we're going to go towards a, a topic that I think deserves more attention. Pope Francis. I don't know if you've listened to him recently, but he's been saying some very outlandish things. Just recently, Pope Francis, who is a contributor, by the way, to the World Economic Forum, who has came out and talked about ushering in the New World Order. He was at the C27 meeting to where they declared a new Ten Commandments. Oh yeah, that's right. But the Pope recently told his flock of followers that relationships with Jesus are dangerous and harmful this is no joke. He said that a personal direct immediate relationship with Jesus Christ must be avoided at all costs. He he even came out to say, okay, in the same context, 
that Jesus is comparable to Satan. I, 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 this is not my words. This is the Pope's words. You can find this. You can find the audio, the translation. So what, what does the, the Pope, the Jesuit dragon, in, in occultism, there's uh, some meaning to what that, that, that derives from, the Jesuit dragon head, the, the black Pope, the black son, what is he talking about? Well, not only that, is he came out and he said he has seen omens of even greater destruction and desolation for mankind. The Pope warned just recently, omens of greater destruction and desolation for mankind. The pontiff, even um, with more dire times for humanity, are set to come in the future. He was speaking at the mass commemorating the appearance of Mary in 1531. Now, what, what's an omen? An omen is a, a prophetic event, right? Is the Pope declaring himself a prophet? He's declaring himself a prophet, saying, oh, I have omens of great destruction and desolation are coming from mankind. Jesus is Satan, and you cannot have a personal relationship with God. Is it me or is the Pope sounding like the Antichrist? Something's going on here. Well, buckle up, sunshine. Kansas is going bye-bye. See, this is all part of this agenda that's happening. We have to understand that with the new world order that's being ushered in, there's also a new, uh, a new world religion, a one world religion. And this is going to be the sanctitude, the security, the protection of nature or Mother Gaia with a complete abolishment towards any Abrahamic God, towards any other God, that it'll become illegal within this new world order system to even read books on philosophy, contemporary religion, the Bible. They will outlaw it and, cause, and call it a, a blasphemy. And they will usher in their satanic, mechanistic, autonomous perspective of humanity, that we are nothing more than hackable machines. This is where it's headed. I'm telling you. And right now you have the Pope aligning directly with that. The next thing they're going to do is probably burn the Vatican Library because during one great transition many thousands of years ago, one thing that they did is they burned the Library of Alexandria. Why? Because this is where knowledge is stowed. And they don't want you to know knowledge. They don't want you to know the history. They don't want you to know the secrets of humanity, the history of humanity, the real history of humanity. And so I, I'm calling for it. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to see a, uh, a burning of the Vatican Library, just like we saw a burning of the evidence depot in uh, New York City at the police department. <laughs> but you got to wonder, wh what is the Pope trying to accomplish here? He, he's trying to slowly convert billions of Catholics around the world into this radical ideology, into this one world religion. He's prepping them. He's laying the foundation. What we're witnessing right now, and Kirk was talking about this as well, is a game of risk. If you remember that game you used to play, the big black box, Risk, a world of global domination, that is what we're seeing right now. But instead of moving troops and tanks and, and missile launchers around the world. Instead, we're moving money and information. 
Money and information have become the new weapons of warfare. This is why Russia, China, and the other BRICS nations are slowly progressing in building a foundation that is stabilized and overcomes the Western global nations of high inflation, of credit and debt system, of fiat currencies, of central banks. Because that system is unstable. Not only is it unstable, is that the globalists for the longest time have planned this transitional state to where they would usher in the great reset, this reset of the economic and political systems of the world. But in order to do that, they would have to bring all the countries, all the economies down to their knees. They would have to have them all come to a point of collapse. Now, there's always been a wild card in play. These are Iran, North Korea. This is uh, Russia. But now you have to add China in there. And then China comes out and we start adding into the BRICS alliance. And now they take over the global economy with over 65% of the global GDP being within the BRICS alliance. This is crushing the Western global order. Not only that, as the Western global order is in this proxy war, this, this silent economic war, this silent pol geopolitical war with the BRICS nations. And I'll tell you, the BRICS nations are winning. Now, do I want to live in the, the new world order, the BRICS nations? No, absolutely not, unless we get to retain our individualized sovereignty and our constitution. But I don't think that's what China has in mind. I think China has a, an idea of global domination, that once the Western global order is taken out, China is going to sweep over Russia, and they're going to have complete dominance and control over the world. That's just my thoughts and theories, but who knows? But what we're seeing here is the Western global nations had set into process this playbook. And once it was set into progress, they couldn't stop it. And so this was the collapse of the economic systems. Well, at the same time, the BRICS nation silently came up and began acquiring assets and resources, gold, silver, as well as natural gas and energy, and started controlling the energy trade. The next step that's going to put the nail in the coffin for the Western global nations, which is in a, basically a dire war of attrition right now, and I'll get into that in a second, is when China invades Taiwan and controls 80% of world trade routes that go through the Taiwanese Strait, as well as 72% of the manufacturing of the global microchip trade. That is going to be the nail in the coffin for the Western global nations, as well as, as once Putin announces the Graham... Uh, gram of gold per barrel of oil to counteract the $60 cap on barrel of oil that the Western nations have imposed on him. You got to remember, Russia provides the majority of the gas, oil, and energy to Europe. So Europe is completely dependent upon Russian oil. And there's, they can't go to the Saudi Arabians to get it because that price is going to be even higher, and now those transactions are going to flow through, most likely, the Shanghai Stock Exchange and China and utilizing the digital wong, which means that the days of the dollar are just as good as dead. So we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the war of attrition and what this means and why this is important. We'll be back with more Dr. Light right after Mr. this. Green Christmas, I'm Mr. Sun. I'm Mr. Heat Blister. Ha <laughs> ha! 
I'm too much. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. Lighten up, Francis. One, Mr. Grinch. All right. Back with the Dark Delight show. And, and what is the war of attrition? Well, think about it for a second. What's happening right now between Russia and Ukraine? The United States of America just sent Patriot missile systems to Ukraine. This, this, this is an act of war against Russia. But Russia don't care. They, they keep on warning the U.S. and saying, stop it, stop it. But what's really happening? What's really happening is Canada, the United States, the U.K. are depleting their weapons arsenal by sending it over to Ukraine. They are radically spending money and sending it to Ukraine. If we look at it, we're seeing that resources and assets, military resources and assets, are being depleted by the Western nations fighting this proxy war with Russia. And Russia is not really even doing anything. They're just kind of moseling along, controlling the territories, not progressing. And then they will do surgical strategic strikes on Ukrainian energy. They will take out 
everything in the path, allow Ukraine to rebuild, allow the U.S. to recoup their armaments, and then Russia will go back in there and strategically take out all that stuff again. Why? Because they are weakening the Western global nations. It's a war of attrition. See, Russia can continue to fight this war as long as they want because China hasn't even begun the fight. They have a military alliance with China. They have a military alliance with Iran. But the United States is working with Canada, NATO, UK, and they're all throwing everything they got at this. Not only this, think about the troops in the United States that got vaccinated, that got kicked out who didn't get vaccinated. This is the war of attrition. And the Western global nation is not winning. And I, I'm not happy to say this, by the way. I'm an American. I'm a veteran. Let's go to the lines. Mike from Rochester. Mike, what's up, man? Hey, Josh. A little quick uh, um, notation. Uh, talking about the Catholic Church. Uh, just recently, within the last few days, the Pope just put an edict out to all the Catholic churches around the world to send all the money back to the Vatican. Mm-hmm. I believe, well, I, I, I'm not a Catholic, but Catholic by marriage. So I, I, I always kind of keep an eye on the Pope, and especially this one, just because of his origins and his political leanings. You know, he's, real, he's a leftist as, as far as you can go. And right now, I kind of believe there's a a secret civil war in the Catholic Church going on, only because I've read some other uh, higher-up writings, and it seems there there's something going on there. I don't know what it is. I just well, figure I'd throw that out to you. Yeah, Archbishop Vigano um, yeah. has talked about this. He talks about the deep church or the dark church and that there is a civil war um, amongst those within the power structures of the Vatican. And right now, what we could consider the black church or the, uh, the dragon Jesuits have taken control. This is who the Pope is. Ratcliffe was also one of their members as well. Um, but these people are not Christian in any way, shape, or form. They are satanic beyond anything we can ever imagine. Luciferian, really, in the context. And uh, there is a rising up within the church infrastructure to, to curtail this, this uh, I guess, this dictatorship that's occurred. Um, but it's not going well. Many of these archbishops, many of these power structures are in hiding because of this. Right. And that, that's when, when I heard this week that the, the Pope wanted all the funds back to the, back to Rome and to the, to the Vatican. That means he's cutting their, their funding off. You know, and I believe the Catholic Church, while the Catholic Church has been hiding money amongst their churches around the world for, for decades, for centuries. Yeah, absolutely. So, and they've been usurping the money from the American taxpayer as well. Um, there is, <clears throat> you know, the, the Holy See agreement that came out in the late 1800s between the United States and the Vatican, where the U.S. Uh, was, was taking loans from the Holy See. Um, th this basically indentured the United States to the Vatican, which forms a, uh, a, a triangle of control with the, the London Financial District, the Vatican, and Washington, D.C., forming this triangle of control um, to where the deep state and the globalists 
get to implement their new world order agenda. And this is really where a lot of it came out. But Mike, thanks for the call. Much appreciated. And all of this has everything to do with what's happening. That the religious component, the spiritual component, the financial, economic component, the militaristic, the geopolitical, all of these systems are under attack. But this is why it's so important that information is not controlled by them, but instead by us. That we control the information domain, that we control the dissemination of the information. The people, I mean, not, not me, but the people. That the people are in control of the information, that people get to decide and discern for themselves what's really happening, that people get to go out there and legitimately look at various points of evidence and determine what's happening. If they controlled that aspect of it, the world would have been long since gone. Humanity would already have been in their digital slave prison. Surveillance systems would be globally. AI technology would be controlling your every move, your every thought. This war would have been over a long time ago. But we're fortunate that good people, good patriots out there saw what was happening, knew what was occurring, and made the moves to secure the information domain. And the information domain is the most powerful domain on this planet right now. And it's imperative that we keep information free, that we keep information continuously flowing, that we communicate amongst each other, that we, we keep on sharing research, we keep on collaborating together, that we keep on listening and sharing broadcasts like this. Because the more informed people are, the more knowledge that people have on what is coming, the easier it becomes to defeat your enemy the easier it becomes to resist when tyranny strikes. This is where the world's headed. We are going to come to a precipice moment. We are going to come to a cusp to where all of this is laid out. That people know the truth and see the truth. They see the darkness in the world. They see the evil rise up and come out of the darkness, out of the shadows. And the question is, is will it be faced with the light of humanity? Will it be faced with the eyes of the soul looking at that evil and that darkness saying no more? Will humanity rise up out of their bondage and demand and declare their freedom that was instilled within them from their creator? That's the question. As we are coming to this moment, we are moving towards this large event that is culminating. And the big question is, is what will humanity do at that time? We can all say that, yeah, there's going to be a rapture. You know, many of us won't be around. We can all say that first there's going to come the apocalypse or that we're living in revelations and Jesus is going to come down. If Jesus came down right now and he looked at the world and he saw what was happening, what was occurring, and he saw good free people doing nothing. He saw us just with living within our mundane lives, our, our, our eight-hour work days, being the hamsters on the wheel. Do you think he would find us worthy of saving? That's the real question. 
is that God created you and me and everybody in his image. And the day of reckoning comes, the day when we are before our creator, we're going to see that image that God created of us, that person that God wanted us to be. And the question is, is are you comparable? The question is, is how do you rank next to that image, that creation that God wanted you to be? It's a good question to ponder. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. We're going to talk to you more tomorrow on the next Dr. Light Show.